<laughs> Listen, folks. Okay, let me let me go and get focused. Lord have mercy. What is it? It's Wednesday. The, is it the thirtieth? Yes. What's going on? James Hicks here. Hicks New Media. Welcome to the Digital Collective. I am. I must say, over the moon. All that stuff. Right to have my guy. The only other guy whose swag I'm gonna be wearing. I'm gonna be rocking. You see it in the lower thirds there, powered by Pagely. Listen, Pagely was started, gosh, when was it? 2000, mid-2000s. We're going to talk about 2009. You you hear him in the background, right? By Joshua Strebel, Sally Strebel, husband and wife duo. You know, they really started out of an idea based on a need. Many people at the time were running WordPress websites that were growing out of the confines that many existing shared hosting providers allowed. Growth was happening. Sites needed to scale and needed to be professionally managed. Interpagely, founded by, like I say, Josh and, and Sally, they are the market leading web, uh, WordPress hosting organization, period. They've gone through a lot of changes, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot more ups. But we're going to talk a little bit about some of that. Talk a little about about the highs and lows of running a successful service oriented business in a competitively crowded market. We're going to talk about what's next from a professional perspective. And if the pre-show is anything to, to say, we're just going to chop it up and we're going to reminisce about some things. So without further ado, you guys didn't come here to see me. Josh, just scrabble. Oh my goodness, where my music at? Where my sound triggers at? My, my <laughs> what it do, brother? How you doing? Oh, fuck, James. <laughs> Look at him. I haven't seen you like this is as close to real life as it's been in a long time. I haven't seen you in over a decade. Yeah, Pressnomics one, right? Pressnomics one. You 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 hired me brought in brought in my skills to do whatever i don't know to to videotape for the the very first media partner <laughs> we, we did social media walls and everything i had my little sony uh mirrorless camera back in the day and and was just shooting video of you and dre and 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 gregarious just it was just amazing time that very first pressnomics but listen i can give the elevator pitch of who you are, but for my community who may not know you, and I don't know why they wouldn't, I think it's always best to have so, someone give their own origin story. Tell the folks who Joshua Shrebel is, if you don't mind, brother. Shit, you're a hype man. Um, <laughs> I I guess I'm a technologist, according to the title of the show, but frankly, I'm figuring shit out every day. And for 18 years, I've been an entrepreneur. Uh, I, I got out of college, worked for myself, did design, development, light SEO work. In 2006, we um, came up with this prototype for managed WordPress, my wife and I, Sally. And then in 2009, we called that Pagely and went to market as the first managed WordPress host. And 13 years later, it became a two to $3 billion channel with multiple competitors and multiple players. And in November of last year, we sold the company to GoDaddy of all people. And since we've been adjusting to life in in corporate America, which is actually mostly more fun than not. And, you know, kind of wrapping our head around this new paradigm of what do we do now? Like, 
is is this our last hurrah is do we have something else in us are we just going to retire and like build cars and take the kids to the park <laughs> nothing wrong with that we're figuring out this new stage in our life but all in all it's fuck, so good to be here <laughs> you look great I mean, look, it's not like you, there wouldn't be a reason for you not to look great. But again, there's always been that energy and shouts out to folks joining in. Jeff Madsen, Courtney Robertson. I see a couple of other folks. There may be some of the support people that I've given headaches in the middle of the night, too, as well. You know, with my DNS changes, but uh, we won't go into that. Um, I, I made a, a admission to Strebel before we went on. And folks, listen, I have literally made the way that I operate, the way that I manage kind of my professional business, Hicks do media out of his attitude, out of his persona. So, you know, I, I just go up and I just go out there and realize that you, you're not going to get it unless you go, go after it. You're not going to get it. If you're, if you're lazy, if you're, you're, if you're not focused on what you're, what you're trying to do and don't let anybody stand in your way. And I got that from you. I got that from you at, um, the automatic event in San Francisco. Uh, we were we were pretty drunk, even though we were pretty drunk that night. I'm hold on, <laughs> <laughs> right? Even though we had a number of, of of beverages, but I still recall that that piece right there of just you and I really chopping it up and and having real heart to heart discussion and and we we've been friends. We've been family ever since then, wow. for sure. So uh, let me let me do one other legal thing. So one thing that I've done with this stream as well, and I've tagged it paid promotion. I am uh, hicksnewmedia.com, infotainmentnews.net are hosted by Pagely, and they have been uh, providing the hosting to me ever since day one. So I do, I do need to put that out there for for the lawyers and whatever things. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, make sure there's no conflict so they don't pull this down. Look, if you got a question for Strebel, please put a cue in front of it because he and I just going to chop it up. I Listen, because we, we, we can start talking about Audis. We can start talking about uh, Land Rovers. We can start talking about, you know, all, all kind of stuff that, that you guys may not be interested in. Talk to me, though, about that whole motion, right, of going through selling Pagely to someone like a GoDaddy and just, just kind of that, that mental mindset. Why, why did you think it was time to do that? When you, when it came to being time to do that, what made you know that GoDaddy was the right place to go with, with Pagely that you can trust your, your baby with, with someone like with someone else. Let, let me start at the end. Why GoDaddy? Hmm. Because it was the most struggle thing I could think of to do. Wow. I get I so I get that, right? Just just from the little monologue that I did just now, I get that. So so tell folks what what kind of what that means. That's pretty well, good. We'll we'll work backwards into it, right? So what you said when we met, it, it's hubris. It's a little you got to be a little crazy. You got to literally be your own self, your your own best cheerleader, right? Because everybody's trying to make it. Everybody's trying to scratch it out. And if you're not like being your own best hype man at times mm -hmm. and carry yourself in such a way of like, as if like I've already arrived, Yeah. then no one else is going to give that to you. So, so that mindset just comes from arrogance and foolishness maybe, but it worked. Right? <laughs> you and roll so, the dice and the next yeah. thing you know, you know, no snake eyes. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. But if it, if you, if we work back to how we got to GoDaddy, 
it was that same foolishness that I, 13 years ago, we came up with this idea that managed WordPress or WordPress could be better in a managed environment. And people thought we were crazy. Like we got hate mail when we launched because mm. they're like, why are you going to charge me 15 bucks at the time to uh, do something, to install something I could do myself, right? Like I know how PHP works. I know how a web server works. Yeah. Who are you? You're a crook. You're, you're a crook for profiting <laughs> off of open source, right? That's literally the hate mail I got. But I had the audacity to say, no, this is something cool. This platform, this WordPress thing is pretty cool. And if it was easier to consume, more people may use it. Mm -hmm. And frankly, there's an opportunity here, right? Because I was a web guy. I knew how to click buttons and install a MySQL database. Right. But not everybody else did. So right. that's, that's what we focused on. It's like, I think there's an opportunity here to make things easier. And philosophically, Sally and I, we were never going to take venture capital. We we thought about it. We had those conversations, but we saw a lot of our joint friends go through that. You know, yeah. Mark Nelson and Gregarious. They they did mm -hmm. the VC. Well, behind the scenes, as buddies, you hear that it's not always that great, right? right? And that was enough of a horror story or five for me and Sally to be like, "No, nah, we're not going to do this." So, over thirteen years in this market, we created. We had like a, a year of it all to ourselves and we got some momentum. We got some product market fit and we, we made, we made, we started achieving early scale, you know, and then all the competitors came and then all the venture capital came <laughs> and then it was just like, fuck, now what do we do? Right? Yeah. I can't compete with, with this marketing budget this guy has. So we had to learn and adapt. And again, I had the audacity to say, I could charge more for this. I could do it better than the other guy. And so we refined our product and refined our offering to, to be a little bit more of a prosumer, a little bit more lower mid-market, right? And we'll do better support. Well, then more competitors and more competitors. Yeah. And, and the whole time, Sally and I, we're just this little mom and pop shop and we're kind of swimming among the giants. Yeah. Like, how, how do we not get crushed? Well, so then we had the hubris again to say, you know what? I'm gonna seed the entire low end, the entire mid-market, and just we're going to go straight for the enterprise clientele. And so we revamped our company around that about year six. And so for you know half our life, we were struggling to figure out where we fit in a market we created. Mm. And in the second half of our life, we essentially dominated the top of the channel. True. And so we had to do things differently rather than $10 a month hosting and, and try to limit support. We charged really high volume or really high prices and through like really smart labor at support. And so we were able to build a brand that was focused on quality of service, NPS scores, you know, the Ferrari yes, uh, approach, as you will. And so during all that time, we had all the M&A discussions I had. We could have picked and choose who we were going to sell to at some point. And surprisingly, it was the third conversation with GoDaddy where they finally got me. Wow. Right? And the, 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 this conversation before, the, the worst night of sleep I ever had in my life was the day after I said no to their second offer. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that was a lot of money. <laughs> what did I just do? Right? And what I did was I'd commit myself to the next five or six years of going out alone again. Right. But anyways, we felt like after 13 years, we had figured out the product and we figured out the market. We knew what we were doing, but we were still 
having trouble kind of scaling that out. Mm. Like we, we were making plenty of money and we, right. we could hire and we could build things, but we weren't helping enough people. And that sounds really cheesy, but you know, Sally and I, that's really what we're doing this for. We just wanted to help right. people. And so the opportunity, the most treble thing I could think of doing with Pagey was going to where I could help the most amount of people. GoDaddy is this. Hence GoDaddy. Yeah. They're this 100 pound sleeping gorilla. Yeah. That, that has all this mass and all these customers and all this opportunity. But they got some baggage. They got, yeah. they got, uh, they've made some missteps. Yep, yep. yep, yep. But what they do have is they, they, they have the willingness to change and be better and, and try new things. And they invested in me and they wrote me a check. So they must, they must believe in what I want. That's huge. That's huge. We, we landed in this big corporate company. And to be frank, we were all a little scared shitless. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been in that corporate conference room where, you know, there's a whole bunch of big cheeses, right? <laughs> Never. James, I've never had a professional job, ever. I got out of college and the next day started working for myself, 18 years ago. This is my first professional job ever. <laughs> Folks, you're not gonna get this anywhere else, but this, this is pure, unadulterated, uncut. Go ahead, brother, go ahead, come on now. <laughs> cool, f- f- 50, 51 people that I think we were, fairy tale land pagely yeah. was is this beautiful thing of high impact high iq high emotional iq and really like extraordinarily uh outcome oriented people mm-hmm. and we were doing the work of 150 people as mm-hmm. 50 right and just amazing and we come into GoDaddy, and we're like oh shit like what are we in for they're gonna eat us alive they're gonna try to change us and so for the first week or two, I think we all had, you know, elbows out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Pre- protecting your own. Yep. Yep. You're not going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> you bought us for a reason because we're, you, you need us. Yeah. I got you. But, you know, you, you quickly learn. Wait a minute. These guys all want the same thing. Yeah. They want, they want to help people. They, they, they want to be successful in business. They, they want a good brand. They want good, you know, NPS scores, and maybe we can help them get there. And so when I changed my mindset a little bit to be a little less like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, actually, this is the opportunity I wanted. Now I have all the tools to do it. And baby, we're just getting started. Like, I am so jazzed. I'm having more fun in these last three months. Yeah. Than I did the whole last year of Pagely. Not that there's anything wrong with Pagely, but frankly, you get a little bored. Right. And, and, and you got a, a lot in the tank, literally, literally and, and figuratively and all that. Right. You, you nowhere near be done. I'm, I'm seeing Jeff Matson. I think I remember that name. I think I've worked with him midnight. Hey, I'm, I need podcast.hickstewmedia.com switched over to a new DNS. Can you, can you help hey, me right. out? <laughs> um, let, let me, let me pause though. And I think I made an assumption here. Um, Jim, what's happening, man? You asked what WordPress is, man. Listen, again, I apologize if we flew over that. Yeah, WordPress is probably running more, a little more than a third of the websites on the internet right now. It is an open source platform that allows uh, content creators to create a blog for either writing content, 
as from a textual perspective or even from like a, a podcast and things of that nature. So almost a third of the websites that you see on the internet that right now are running off of the open source platform called yeah. WordPress. Yeah, not just blogs. You can do e-commerce, you can do membership yeah. sites, you can do any website type you think of. There's yeah. a plugin for it on WordPress. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the major sites that you probably go to uh, on, online might might be uh, run run by WordPress. Maybe started out managed by Pagely, and now are probably part of the whole Gold Daddy Pagely integration right there. Marcus uh, Burnett's talking about Point plus Skyverge plus Pagely acquisitions. <laughs> Definitely show a desire to be different and better than what GoDaddy has been. So that's the elephant in the room, right? Yeah. Like, when the news got out that we were selling to GoDaddy, there were so many fucking raised eyebrows. Because I, I, I don't hold my tongue. I've been critical of them and everybody else in this space out of hubris that I knew how to do it. My way was the best. And everybody else was doing it wrong. And Because you got to be a little delusional, right? Like every Formula One driver already knows he's the fastest, True. even if he's the best. They don't, no one expects to come in at the back of the pack, right? In the back of the paddock. That, that's true. When you, when you start, even if you're not at the, uh, at the front, you, you're expecting to win. Yeah. So, I mean, and that was my attitude. And it was just kind of like we knew we had it all figured out. But, of yeah. course, we didn't. But, you know, they, they've made several acquisitions over the last year because leadership is aware of the brand affinity challenges GoDaddy has mm-hmm. and the, the mm-hmm. reputation that it has. Right. But the really great part is awareness. You know, it's like it's like a 12 step program. Admitting you have the problem. (laughs) (laughs) So they they have the awareness and now they're putting their money where their mouth is and making the acquisitions to get them forward down the line. Yeah. And I hope everybody at Pagely feels the way I do now that, you know, three, four months in, we got the wind at our backs and a green light to do whatever we think is best to help WordPress inside of GoDaddy. And I mean, wake up. GoDaddy is this huge company. They have tens of millions of customers. They have domains. They have email. They have WordPress. They have. When that thing starts working together. <laughs> and, you're, and, and you're the engine behind that list. But come on. So I don't work. I don't work for Paisley. I don't work for GoDaddy. But I will say, I can say this, right? The whole marketing fiasco of when the CEO, whoever was out there shooting wild animals in the safari, that wow. was a bad hit. But society, and especially American society, I say we are forgiving people. So you know that that has passed, and and now the organization is continuing to thrive and continuing to do better. Adding you into the fold to bring in that framework, to bring in that structure, to bring in that that enterprise level of support, all, all the things that you do or all the things that you did, that is going to raise the bar and raise the level 100%, 100%. It's a new muscle, right? They, they need to train that Boom. new muscle. There it is, Pacey, we're crushing it. We can help you get more. And you know, it's such a fair criticism the, the elephant thing and the SOPA thing, but you know, that was three CEOs ago, believe mm-hmm. it or not. I mean, but in internet time, old OGs like us, yeah. we still remember. Comes off the top of the dome, right? I mean, I didn't even think about that until we just talked about it. I mean, that's just, we've been there. How, how many of the millennials entering the workforce have any idea about uh, that? None, right? So time is- All they remember is Danica Patrick. That's all they remember. 
<laughs> Time is helping GoDaddy get past this, and and, and their new CEO is. You know, oh, see, there, there you go. Like when people ask me if we've met Danica. <laughs> Folks, none of this is staged. Listen, we just, we just shooting right off the dome. Whoever's running the Pagely account right now, shouts out to you. We appreciate you. You see me rocking the OG gear. Uh, I understand there's a new new logo action. Strebel? Well, that, that shirt's older than my oldest son. So, I mean, props to you for keeping it so tight and clean. I don't let I don't let anybody wear it. Let my my wife not. She wears some of my shirt. No, she. Hey, baby, no, you can't. You can't wear this one. <laughs> no, no, I won't allow it. It's it's a girlfriend that stole your sweater back in school, right? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I need that back. She's like, thanks for a new sweatshirt. Yeah, not this one. Not this one. I'm coming back and get it. <laughs> let me let me ask you something about this because this is has always been a question, and you you touched on this as well uh, about just that premium pricing structure, right? Because I had listen, brother, I I had a handful of competitors coming at me throwing fud and saying, man, why you why you messing with Pagely? Come on over here. We're not charging you an arm and a leg and and all this, but the fo- the consciousness and the forward thinking that you had. Just, let's just go into that just a little bit more again, because you know there there were another, a number of ankle biters coming in. I don't even know if they're around anymore. Uh, let me let yeah. me just let me <laughs> let me put That's that out in, in these streets, right? But just again, like, and I, I love the word that you're using, the audacity to actually charge value for the service. Where where did, where did that come from? Again, someone who straight out of high school did, didn't go into kind of a, any structured training or college training to say, you know, let me, um, let, let, let's go down this path or that kind of thing. But you, you just decided again, I'm going to run this and we're going to do this, this particular way. What, what again gave you that audacity to say, no, we're going to charge X, Y, Z more for the product and the service and the functionality that you're getting. Oh, I love this question. Let's see if I can nail the answer here. It's, it's multifaceted. One, look at the economics of it mm. if a competitor of a, if another host charges you nine bucks a, a month or something mm-hmm. and you need to use their support and you call their support that guy you're talking to is making 50 60 grand a year if you do more than one or two support calls a year you've eaten up the revenue of your account so what where is the incentive for that company to give you good support? Mm. There isn't because every time you call them, they're losing money. They're losing a lot of money. They're probably losing all their profitability, right? That doesn't sit well with me. If I'm paying you for a service and you're giving me a support expectation, yeah. that's your problem if you price it wrong, not mine, right? So as a consumer, I still feel I deserve the same level of support. So on an economic level, Pagely is a small company, again, founder run. We didn't have VC. We didn't have gasoline. We could just light money on fire. We couldn't burn money to get to scale. So we had to be profitable on every single customer. Well, how do I maintain my profit margins on, 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 on support costs? I have to charge enough to include support and some profit, right? So it's, it's a simple math equation at that point. But the, it, the, the heart of it, you get to choose your customer with your pricing. Wow. And I, like I can that. tell you, I can tell you to you in this, in a, a story, this is a real story. Amazon, we're all hosted at Amazon. Uh, Amazon had a blip or an outage. 
And this is a couple of years ago. So Pagely's got all these customers and some of them are old school customers paying 15, 20 bucks a month. Most of that is all customers paying thousands of dollars a month. But when this Amazon blip happened, our support desk like lit up. 99% of all those incoming support tickets were the $20 guy. Mm. And they were, oh my God, my fucking life is on the line. Right? They have a lot to lose. I get it. It's important to them. But they lit us up. The biggest brands in the world that you can think of, it didn't even register. We sent out a notice later saying, hey, there's this event. This is what happened. This is how we took care of it. You know what the responses were? Thanks for telling me. <laughs> Thanks for taking care of it. You're doing your job, right? right? Shit's going to happen. I'm glad Pagely was on the clock to, to make it right. And so you get to choose that, that customer base. And so do I want... 10,000 inbound tickets a day of irate people like really just like this is my only five dollars and I have to get every dollar or cent of value out of it or do I want fewer customers paying big sums of money with entire IT teams that I get to mm. interface with? they're like oh yeah dude server went down shit that happened to us last week thanks for taking care of it Josh checks in the mail like, you get to choose how you're going to run your business and how you're going to interact with your customers with your pricing and, and the third part of it is just simple value-based. Some of the sites we run at Pagely are like actually mission critical. They're not a real estate site for a local <laughs> real estate. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not, you know, a cat blog. They're actually like mission critical shit. And if it goes down, like real dollars are lost, like millions of dollars are lost. Why should I charge 50 bucks for that service? Why should I charge 10,000 bucks for that service? Yes, sir. If it's that important to you and you're making that much revenue from it, shouldn't I get a little? Definitely. If I'm managing that environment for you, I, yeah. Pay, people pay attention to what they pay for and, and pay for your value, pay for your worth. I love that. Right. Love that. And, yeah. and so you, you, you price it accordingly to the value you're delivering. And mm. it, it doesn't work all the time. But, you know, because to some people, it, the value is only $20. But we went and found the customers where the value is $20,000, $100,000. Yeah. And guess what? You only need a few thousand customers. <laughs> and you're doing just fine. <laughs> Folks, okay, listen, get your whiteboards out. Get your notebooks and your pens. Because, listen, this is a 201-301 level course from, from Dr. Strubble right now. Again, this is from a business perspective. Don't just look at this with blinders on for managed hosting organization. If you're a service company, if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to build your clientele and really build a business, charge your worth. Again, people pay for people pay attention to what they pay for. Don't go out there and try to boil the ocean. Be niche down. Find what really resonates with your message. Find your community and, and then scale from that and give that ultimate customer support. Look, sometimes in the middle of the night, literally, I'll I'll have an issue on a site and I'll just have like a stopwatch to see how long it takes before. <laughs> and you're fucking timing me? I, I, I do time you. I, and you win every time. Look, in, in 12 <laughs> years, you've won every single time. And I'm like, okay, somebody is up at all times of the night. Arizona, shout out to you, boy, because I don't know if you're following the sun and you got people overseas, but so, okay, but, but somebody is always, always there at yeah. like 1 a.m. when I, I need my little 
whatever taken care of and, and, and is done. Then I send out to send out my tweet and say, thank you, Paige Lee. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Sally. Sponsored. <laughs> Co-branded. <laughs> Co-branded. And NPS don't lie, right? That yeah. is the that's the only KPI I ever managed against. That and profit, like let's not go broke, yeah. profitability and, and NPS. And so for the last 18 months, Pagely has been between 80 and 100 NPS. Go look at the stats. That is industry fucking That's, breaking. You can't beat, that, no, those numbers are, you, you gotta know somebody to, to get numbers that high. <laughs> it's not hard. It's an intentional choice. You just make the business business decision okay. to invest in the people to do the work in a timely and quality fashion. And you charge enough to pay those people to do their job. Oh my gosh. NPS, your bingo. Come on. How did um that's that's an amazing point that you made there right now. How did the last 17 months when the planet stopped? How did how did that if it did and I, and I wonder if it did really just because from, from a service delivery perspective how did that affect Pagely when you were when we were going through uh, COVID lockdown and things of like that? Well, we we had some competitive advantages in terms of a we were always a remote company, mm-hmm. so, so nothing changed from us work day to day, and two websites are pretty important at our customer level, right? So um, Crate and Barrel wasn't going to turn off their website Hmm. over a pandemic. If Hmm. anything, they were going to invest more into it. Right. So we, we had some operational advantages up front. The, the scary part though, is you remember early, like March, April, May of 2020, nobody knew what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a crisis plan. We had like wind down the company plans. We had like, if this happens, this is our next move. If this happens, so that we could like, nobody knew what was going to happen. And I had to be up front with all my employees. And it's like, guys, we have X amount of money in the bank. Here's our runway. If shit went down and we drop here, we're all going to take a pay cut. If we drop further, mm-hmm. we're going to this and this. And we had to, we had to map it all out because fuck, it was scary. <laughs> So scary. Wow. That means like once in a lifetime, like nobody, nobody saw around the corner. Yeah, yeah. You don't, pl- you don't necessarily plan ahead for that, but you, you had to. Yeah. Okay. But thankfully hmm. we, we, we did that plan. We had the meeting and then we put it on the shelf and we never had to use it. And if anything, we actually kind of held steady. And then towards the end of that year, we started powering out. Cool. And most of the tech companies, because of the big work, move to work from home yeah we actually did quite well coming out of the you know the second half of the pandemic we're a small community wordpress we're a small community you know managed hosting even shared hosting i think so i know folks were watching that and saying damn how is how's struggle doing this has did any and you don't have to say specifically who but but did any competitors collaborators reach out to you and say Teach me, sir, how to how to how to do what you are doing. Not not, not just for the pandemic planning, but just yeah. how how you've taken Page Lee from ground zero to to the penthouse, and and you're still enjoying I, the journey. 
right? That, that's that's different. Any, anyone yeah. can, a lot of people can start a company, they can be successful, they can sell and they can do an exit. But you are still, you still got that drive and you still got that edge about you to where you're still enjoying this, this ride. You ask who, who like maybe approached me for advice and I would say the right ones did. Okay. Right. Because the minute you think you have all the answers and you can't learn from somebody, you're, you're, you're not doing so well, but there's a couple guys. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to give them a shout out, but they know who they are and they hit me up and they're like, Hey, we watched you. We're admirers. We're trying to start our own thing in this little niche. Cause like you say, riches and niches, right? You can't please everybody. So you, they found their own niche and they're trying to be successful. And I was more than happy to be like, your mileage may vary, but this is what worked for us. And I'll tell you everything I know. Right. And you apply it and you see if it works for you. Yeah. And they all did well too during the pandemic. So maybe, or even some of these conversations were also years ago. So I think the right ones that knew how to ask, yeah, it worked out. Sally and I, on that note, you know, in your life, you, 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 you have your friends and your family and we always were amused at the friends or family that would kind of look at us and go like, how, like, not how did you do it? Or can you show me how you did it? But more like, oh, you must've got lucky or something. Wow. Okay. That was out or, there too. Okay. Or like, can I have a handout? Like what's in it for now? Can I have something mm. like, you know, I, I'm happy to show you every book I read and everything I did and, and plot the path for you and, and help you walk down it. But if you're just going to show up at the end of the ride and say, where's your cut? Hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's right there, right? You know, come on, man. Come on. You you got to put in some of this work, too. Right. Don't don't just expect to get the cliff notes after <laughs> yeah they're sitting there complaining about their life situation like man if only i had it as easy as you josh i'm like bitch where were you <laughs> i was working <laughs> that, josh was in the data center pulling coax cables and and connecting oh ethernet yeah look man uh, right see what jeff was saying the ride is the best part no living in the process and knowing that it's a marathon that, that's crazy man okay you but again see that's why we keep our circles really small because yeah. you, you kind of you understand the, the measure of of a human especially if you get into business with them right you, you kind of yeah. see you know how much they're they're giving as opposed to taking and you know you kind of keep certain folks a little further down the rolodex yeah, as opposed to you know <laughs> what's also interesting with that is i i was told by a business mentor really early on he's like you're going to go through life and as you make steps in your career, you may gain new friends or lose some friends because it's you you always want to surround yourself with people that that can help you get to where you're going, like metaphorically, not that you need yeah. something from them. Yeah. But you're 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 in sync with like you can have the same conversations because being an entrepreneur or a founder is a lonely existence. Mm -hmm. Because on the outside, it's all good, man. We're fucking crushing it. <laughs> On the inside, you're like, fucking make payroll. <sighs> Is that guy gonna pay? Or I got this employee disagreement issue, or or my all the stress. Yeah. You just get to bottle up, and mm -hmm. you can only talk to to your other founder friends. And so, uh, and sometimes you want more founder friends that have done 
that are further along the journey. Mm. So you can, they can guide you to get there. Gotcha. So I've found myself over 18 years kind of laddering up friend, friend groups to, to kind of stay in sync with where I was and where I needed to be. But, I like you know, that. Still kept the old friends. Yeah. They're still my friends, but you get less and less in common with them, especially with your family, because your family tends to stay static as you move. And that distance gets greater and greater. And unfortunately, you have less and less in common. That's a that's a weird trade off. Right. I mean, that's and again, I, I'm not going to say I completely I'm not at the same level in terms of, you know, the X's and O's. But I, I could just imagine that, again, as you progress through that continuum, it just um it, it changes. It changes, right? You did it too, though, James, right? Well, you're a hustler. You're a uh, podcast. Brother, you're look, doing- we, we, we out here doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be humble on the on the live here. But, you know, we <laughs> we out here doing it. <laughs> Go, you know, GoDaddy so- hasn't called in. What's up? Hey, Dre, where you at? Dre, I'm on it. Uh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fucking Dre. I'm going to have to cut that you out. Dre. <laughs> Where, where, where is it? Where's our meter at? Dre, our, I'm going to say his whole name right now. Dre, where you at, brother? So here's so the thing. So what was, was, was probably happening in, because so this is the first stream where I'm giving folks a little fear missing out. It's only going to YouTube for the live. 12 hours after the live, I'm going to shoot it out to all the other platforms. So I told folks, be here so you can engage and interact with Strebel. If you're not here, Sorry, twelve hours after <laughs> it'll go out to Twitter and it'll go out to Facebook and all that. So, so may- maybe he'll catch it twelve hours later. So. He's gonna help the FOMO too. His yeah. ears are burning. I can, I can only imagine. So, so yeah, there's there's a little insight in terms of what what I'm doing right now. This this is the very first one to where it's just going centralized to one location for the live for the engagement piece. So, um, what you driving you enjoy- out? Are you, are you enjoying your podcast career? Because you've been crushing it for a decade. Oh, man, listen, let me tell you, I, I appreciate you, brother. Listen, I am I am creating content that hopefully and appears to be rising above the noise. Right. That That's that's the whole idea. The, the mission is really to entertain, enlighten and educate. And as long as each session does that, regardless of what the, the subject matter is, and it's above the noise. I'm not just talking about the same old yeah. static and, and madness and mess. And I'm, I'm making you think, bringing about even awkward conversations. Last night we talked at, at length about the Will Smith, Chris Rock thing, right? <laughs> we, we talked about the slab, right? I and mean, so we talked about we, it on we my- Oscars. You I got was, to see it live. Right. So yeah, and I and I was there, right? So but we talked about it on my sports show, which is the social impact of sport and how that interwined with sports was the fact that, you know, uh Serena and Venus's dad was the one who Will was there anyway for it winning out. So kind of intertwined with that. But that's the conversation. So yeah, long long answer short, brother. I'm I'm enjoying the process too. All I want to do, turn these lights on, press record, get somebody cool on the other end of the line and just chop it up. And I've, I've been, I've been waiting 10 years for this one. This, oh, this, this one right here, right here. Been waiting 10 when, years. For when you find your groove though, like, God, it just feels good to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and finding the groove, finding where it's obviously Monetization is a huge piece as well. Don't don't let listen, folks. Don't don't let anybody tell you that it's they're not 
focus on the financial aspect of it as well. Right. If, if you're just trying to do what you want to do in life as a hobby, that's fine. That's cool too. But if you want to really be a business, then you, you got to have that aspect and you got to have that plan turn into a goal and you got to not, not a stream is going in all different direction, but got the financial piece taken care of, got the process dialed in, got the workflows dialed in, hosted on a phenomenal platform. Uh, did I throw another plug in there right quick? Man, I, where's my lower third right there, folks? God, where, uh, uh, powered uh, by. <laughs> I no. saw you assembling the show in the pre-show. Like, like you're you're building it live, basically, but then run five seconds later or something. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I had to get you right. See, I mean, you I had to get you make sure that you looked your best. I would I didn't want Sally to come back and call me tomorrow morning and be like, uh. Josh wasn't because <laughs> I think she, she she sent me a message one time a number of years ago after one conversation that we had it was a good one but uh you know I, I'm not look you may wear the pants but mama holds the belt that's no argument what, that's what I say in this house so I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that right no I mean, argument. You, yes you should have heard my attorney uh He's been our longtime attorney for a long time, and it was so funny. We'd, we'd go back and forth on client negotiations as Pagely, and he'd ultimately come down to the same thing. Say, Josh, you know the risks. You know the life. It's a business decision. Hmm. What does Sally want you to do? <laughs> Dude, that's true. There's, there's no exaggeration there. That's, that's true. That's how she hasn't changed the locks on the front door right now right <laughs> but it, like it sounds you know the, the muckety muck like my wife it's coming from a place of such genuine respect like yeah. this woman is so fucking smart and she fills so many gaps mm. in in my repertoire mm. you know where where okay i'm i'm gregarious and i have uh, outgoing and humor she's a little bit more reserved we balance each other that way. Yeah. But I, big vision shit. She's very operational. So we were great co-founders because I could come up with a great idea, but I couldn't tell you how we're going to do it. But she would bust out spreadsheets and fucking plans and boom, 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 and she'd execute it. So it, I just think that's worth noting that it's not typical husband, uh, wife, you know, it's genuine respect coming yeah. out of me. I love it. I lo and, and I've seen that literally since day one. And e even just that dynamic of being able to have a husband and wife team be successful through that long period of time, go through every, the, the very, let's talk about, okay. I'm, I'm all confused. I'm not even looking at my notes. Forget the notes. Now I started to ask you about your, I started to ask you about your car, but I'll ask that in a minute. Uh, Sally threw everything together for Pressnomics. One, you were just there to look good on, be on stage and, and walk around and shake hands and kiss babies. Yep. That first event. And are, so are you still doing Pressnomics? Are you still doing in-person conferences? She did the same thing six more times. So we've had seven of them. And every time she did all the work and I showed up and, and shook babies, but we haven't had one since pre pandemic because okay. it's, it's a different world now and we just gotta it's such a personal intimate event yes yeah you want to bring people close together and i don't i just don't think everybody's ready to be close yet we're getting there so i'm gonna yeah. drop this i'm gonna drop this right here right now let me sit up straight because i've, I've told 
three people oh. this. Right. So here, here, here is some midterm strategy for Hicks New Media, what we're going to do. I don't know if you've seen my, so you know you're on the Digital Collective right now, Enterprise Tech Talk. I have another series called Perspectives and Focus. Perspectives and Focus. You could have been on that one too. And that <laughs> that's talking about, you know, the, the people, the industry, and the technology that are doing positive things within society. My plan with, by 2023 is to turn Perspectives and Focus into the next TED. Boom. Boom. That's some... That is the right amount of just like hubris. That's some, <laughs> that's a, that's some scribble for you right there, boy. <laughs> some scribble for you right there. No, no, God, Jesus. If you don't call your shot, if you don't yeah. babe Ruth it yeah. and say, that's where I'm going. Look, universe, that's where I'm going. And then you do the work to get there. You'll never, you'll never arrive if you don't call the destination early. So good on you, man. Thank you. However I can support you. I'll tweet to my five followers right now. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna need you there just to, I don't know, be, be my yin into my yang just to make sure. But that, that's the goal, brother. I, I'm trying to take this global and have those in-person conversations when the world does finally open up and really just mimic the mimic and exceed the success of something like a TED. So perspectives and focus, y'all look out for 2023 is going to be the first event. Uh, it'll probably be here in Northern California. Then I'll, then I'll bring it to Arizona. It's too hot over in your neck of the woods, brother. I, I, can't, I can't just, unless the kids will let me get into the pool, because every time I see pictures of the kids, they, they've commandeered the entire pool area. Talk to me. Isn't that, isn't that what kids are supposed to do? <laughs> Man. My, my two boys, they live a charmed life. They are the apple of their mother's eye. They're well-behaved. They're well taken care of. They got a pool. They just they got bikes. They got basketball hoops. And they use them. It is, I'm jealous of my own. <laughs> I wish I had all that shit when I grew up. You, st you still building go-karts? And I don't even call it what go kart is kind of I shouldn't have said it. That that's a that's a bad misnomer too. I mean you you build some things. It was a good go kart. A, we, you talk about it. I'm gonna pull up the IG page and find find a a, a good picture that I can show. Talk about it. Yeah. Uh, we, you know it was in the pandemic and we had just built a when we built the pool we also built a shop because I am into cars. And yes so sir. I, I built no, we're gonna talk about that. Yes sir. <laughs> but. Uh, here, here's a here's a dad hack. If I wanted to go out in the garage and have goof off time, it was easier if I brought the kids with me, right? Yeah. Because 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 the, the wife is of course like, oh, can well, what are they gonna do? Okay, well, okay, I'll get a project for all of us. So I ordered a, a set of go kart plans. They literally showed up as blueprints and and a kit with the engine and the motor and some parts that you couldn't make. And then we all got in the car and we went down and we, uh, yeah, there it is. And we bought all the loose steel. And so I, over the course of three, three or four months, I worked with my kids. We cut the steel, we welded it together. Like there's, I got video of them with the fucking, uh, visor on and <laughs> we, they got to choose the paint and we did all the assembly and we put it all together and we ride the shit out of that thing all around my neighborhood. Now, Y'all, y'all see, y'all see Sleeper Seven right behind the, 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 the so come on now, let's let's talk about Sleeper Seven. <laughs> well, every dad deserves a dad mobile with seven hundred horsepower. It's requirement. It's Gotta mandatory. It. At this point. Gotta have it. 
Look, you you see the logos behind me, right? You, you see, I'm I'm all EV. You know, you, you see the S there, yeah. and you see the see the Y. But I I understand you you like to have a little rumble in the jungle when you oh, when dude, you start the car much. in the morning. And it's, it's you know it's a four seater, so it hits the dad dad requirement. I used to put car seats in it, right? I I, I do groceries and school runs in it. And on the tune that I put on it, because I I I did the turbos, the down pipes, the the cats, the suspension, all that. But on the tune I put on it, when it's in race gas, it'll just barely touch 700 horsepower. But I, I cruise it around on the normal tune at, you know, a modest 605 horsepower. But that is the right amount for a dad to drive around. Oh, it's so beautiful. I put those wheels on it a couple of years ago, those Vorsteiners. Oh, Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> oh, those are, those are 21 by 10 and a half, dude. Three-piece wheels. They, oh. I just like looking at it. And speaking of Audis, I am so sad because the my I sold the company goal was to buy an Audi R8. Right. And so I ordered it. Mm. And I probably won't get it this year. Probably won't. <laughs> probably won't. You probably won't. I, I hit up the dealer every few weeks. I'm like, any news? He's like, nothing, man. We ain't building shit. You got no VIN. You got nothing. You got <laughs> it's not even it's not even on the board yet you're like struggle no yeah no he he's 2023 no i chose this color called meteor it's from bentley okay and it just happens to be the exact color of sally's eyes just a coincidence but it's gonna look so stellar cool points Um, right there cool points right there in the shop right now i am building a 1970 bronco okay and and this is the supply chain problem with that is i we bought a bronco a used bronco and i tore it all down you can can find some video on my youtube channel we tore it all down and i ordered i don't i don't want to be shitty here i ordered tens of thousands of dollars worth of parts (laughs) the man puts everything into everything that he does there's another lesson right there business 201 level right there all in <laughs> and 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 then none of it arrived for weeks oh. for months and then like one box showed up like okay i got a bag of bolts <laughs> <laughs> and then and then like a rear end would show up and then this coil springs and and then finally the motor showed up on the trans and so i literally have an entire 1970 bronco but it's all modern shit i'm doing the rest of the yeah. mod so it's it's a brand new 5.0 out of a Mustang. Okay. Brand new. Anyways, wheel wood brakes. And it's all sitting in boxes because I'm still waiting for parts. <laughs> and this is, this is going on month 11. April was when I started. So I'm slowly building a Bronco if I can get the parts I need to build the Bronco. Ethan be driving before. Well, I'll go. <laughs> boy, if you drive. Right. Yeah. That's right. Golly. So the whole reason really, I, I like to say this, that I like cars and I like other things. Like I like mountain biking, I like snowboarding because mm-hmm. my career was made with a keyboard, but that is my least favorite form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like I, work's done. I just get me away from this thing. So yeah. I've always pursued interests that use my hands, that got me sweaty, that, just got me out of the house and it's touching grass. Like yeah. that's a funny way to say it. Yeah. And, you know, so I work on the net. I don't 
recreate. On you, the you don't live on the net. You work on it, but you'll. And and again, I, I try to bring it back to the, the concepts of the story. So you see, I'm oh, I set you up here, right? How, how you're falling into the, the the traps here, and perfectly though. Do what you do from a professional perspective, but have that work life balance. Right. Don't again work. If you, like Strebel says, you work on the net, but you don't have to live on the net. Get outside, get some exercise. I, I always say uh, movement is medicine. Mm. Right. So get get out there and get some of that going, too, as well. Uh, let me let me ask you this, brother. You you got a lot happening. And that period exclamation point dot 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 all that. What's 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 next? What What's next from the professional side what what what's the next goal and i know you, we kind of talked about you know what what maybe you'll do and 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 the venture with with godaddy is still relatively new but what's mm-hmm. next on that side for the ink llc whatever the case may be what's what's the next thing for the struggle household that's a fun two-part question <laughs> I mean, on the professional side this is my last hurrah. I have no ambition to start another company. I have no ambition to go hustle or invest or be a seed. None. This is it. GoDaddy's going to get the last hurrah of Strebel, which means I get to throw myself out it with full abandon because what are they going to do? Fire me? I already cashed the check. <laughs> like I get to do whatever I want within you know bounds of sanity and reason for the next few years. So I'm going to throw myself into that wholeheartedly. And there's so much opportunity. Again, that's why I chose GoDaddy to sell the company to. There's so much opportunity there that with some strategy, some direction, and some 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 teamwork, we can, we can really make some waves and we can kind of fulfill Sally and I's bigger vision of helping more people. Could you imagine if the page the way was the entire vertical? Like if, if wow. you could... If, do Tesla quality service yeah. at Kia prices, right? Wow. There's a way there and we're going to find it. And we're doing some interesting things with e-commerce. Uh, we got a new product coming out in the next couple of months, you know, kind of revamping the way WordPress does e-commerce to a new market segment, which is all new for GoDaddy. It's a new muscle they have to train. So professionally, that's what I'm up to. Sally is retired. Lucky her. <laughs> She's out at the, at the pool right now. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Love her. But we also have been given this gift. And I'm not saying GoDaddy gave me a gift, but we gave ourselves a gift by busting mm. our ass so hard and sticking true to our values that when the day came that we got paid, mm-hmm. it's a gift. We're done. Mm-hmm. So now what do you do with that gift? Well, geez, we got uh, kids that are, still in elementary school so we get to spend way more time with them and we've hiked more and biked more and gone on more of it like more than we ever have just in the last few few months because we have some of that time back yeah like it's we don't have to talk about business at dinner anymore love that love that i I leave it at the office she's not even involved so she's like yeah whatever we can talk (laughs) about the kids she's starting a foundation she's she has some philanthropic things that she wants to do and, you know, once I get past April 18th, you should see the fucking tax bill I got to write. <laughs> once we get past that, uh, we, we, we have some charitable goals that we want to do. Sally wants to make that meaningful change in yeah. the community. 
just like we did in WordPress, just like we did at Pressnomics, take that to like our friends and neighbors. And we have the means to do it now. And then obviously, once I'm done with work, uh, I just want to dink around and build cars and drive car and race cars and take vacations. I'm going to be the coolest retired dude at like 46, 47. Like, I'm never going to work another day in my life. I have no ambition. You're going to do everything that you want to do from this day forward. And Jeff, you said it correctly. Sally is the real legend. This, this guy right here on the other side is not too bad himself. Listen, I'm at a loss and I'm normally not at a loss for words. All right. But uh, I'm a, let me give you these flowers while I got you here. It's something from my grandmother and from my, from my mother, you know, you, you did what you did and you did it your way. That little Frank Sinatra there. Right. Okay. Proud of you, man. Re- really proud of you and Sally and the, the example that you are leaving and doing and showing for your kids and for the OG Pagely folks as well. Right. And, and now what you're going to infiltrate into that big machine of GoDaddy, because they need they, I think they really needed you. They they needed you more than you needed them is, is, is really how I'm how I'm saying it. Right. So c- congratulations on all that, man. Yeah. I, I'm not going to disagree with you on the insurgency part. That's exactly <laughs> what we're doing. We're the insurgency, but it, it's a team effort. And James. Man, thank you. That just, it's, the validation sometimes is so big and you get validation from different areas. Like I got validation in the form of a big check. I got validation for this. But coming from folks I've known for a long time that I respect, like, thank you, man. And I, I'm just glad I got to be your friend all these years. (laughs) Brother, we day one. Listen, you day one. You and me, we we toasted, we sat, and we rapped, and we talked, and planned, and strategized. Told a few lies, told a few jokes, and it's just amazing to see what has happened, what's still going to happen. Give my love to the boys. Give Sally a big hug and a kiss for me. Um, listen, folks, if you're not involved in Paisley, if you're not involved in what uh, GoDaddy is going to be doing with them, I'm going to put all the links in the description so you can keep up with this guy. I'm even going to, I'll put a link to your public, uh, IG page. Obviously I'm going to put the other yeah. one up. <laughs> so, so folks can drool over, over the, that, that sleeper seven and, um, and, uh, what, what do you call the, the, the go-kart, the land shark? No. Uh, the land speeder. There you go. Come, come on. What uh, was it, Luke Skywalker with the land speed? <laughs> Dude, it's so dope. We put we put LED lights all over the I bottom. I can't do it. I can't do it. Light, you can turn it on. It's all like blink, blink, blink. Like Marcus just saying, I think maybe we call we call Elon. You could, I could see you over at SpaceX. You know, just just running something. You know, hey, you know, let me let me talk to you guys about how to really deploy uh, <laughs> this internet across the globe in, in, in balloons. Yeah. I, I, we, we can see you doing something. Um, I know dick about that. Thing. <laughs> I know nothing. You fake it till you make it. You got the audacity to act like you do though. See, you, you fuck with me, James. We met way back, you know, 10, 11 years ago. You were the cool one. I'm like, I want to be like, this guy. <laughs> Way he carries himself. Look at his swagger. Like, 
God, this guy's on it. Like, I want him at my event because he's going to make my event cool. Right. And, you know, matter of perspective, I think we're both each other's greatest fans. I'm going to take that. I'm, a, I'm, I'm glad I got that recorded. I'm, I'm going to keep this forever, too. Brother, True. be good to yourself, man. Right. Take care. I want to be cognizant of your time because, again, you you don't you don't work too much. It's five oh three, or let's see, no, yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Does, you guys you guys don't recognize uh, daylight saving. Is it still five oh three? Up with California now, yeah. <laughs> it's weird because in the fall and we're on Utah time. Now we're on California time, so. It is five oh three, and I got—I guess I got somewhere to go. But you got somewhere to go, you know. Take the put the sandals on or something. Go get on the skateboard. Jump, jump in the jump in sleeper seven, and do what you got to do. Be good to Bye, yourself, man. brother, man. Thank you so much, James. I appreciate you, sir. I love you, man. We out. Cheers.